Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is September 11th, 2020. We are here to talk WWE SmackDown with Jeremy Lambert. Jeremy, how are you? I'm well. I'm wearing a tie. Everyone see my tie? It's a goofy tie. You're, you said my tie? You mean like Muay yeah. Thai? Are no, you doing some striking? Tie. No, I don't. I, I've been watching Cobra Kai. Have you watched oh, Cobra Kai? God, I have. So here's the thing. As we get into the Cobra Kai show review. <laughs> I hate karate, legitimately. I think it's a cult. I think it's completely ineffective. It's a good way to get your kids, uh, I'm not allowed to curse, good way to get your kid beat up. (laughs) I like the story, but man, when they get a little too serious, I'm like, ah, this is a cult. This is for sure a cult. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm about five, six episodes in. It's a cult, but... I think it's a good show. I think it's a really great show, actually. A lot of, a lot of layers, Sean. Love yeah, the layers. Wait, wait until you see all the layers in Sean Hunter Jr.'s acting ability there. <laughs> oh, boy, with the hair. His two reactions are tilt his head like a dog and go, wow, I learned something. That's Cobra Kai. Uh, that's our review. That'll be it, guys. I'm going to watch Game 7 now. Ask me why I'm wearing a tie, Sean. Why are you wearing a tie? couple reasons one i'm a better dresser than ricky starks was yeah, on true. dynamite this past week two Doesn't i watched much. the product i watched the product you said that people who wear ties get to make matches i am here to make some matches tonight i don't know what matches i'm gonna make probably oh, the same boy. ones you've been seeing over and over again because that's all WWE does and three we had to put some people in the ground this past week and i'm here to mourn them and you know it is what it is yep unfortunately uh we did uh Leave a thumbs up, guys. Subscribe. Tap that bell for notifications. All that stuff truly helps us. If you want to donate a super chat, that's how you get your question or statement read on the air. That's another way to support us. And hey, it helps this guy. Oh, wait. This this guy oh, yeah. over here. This guy over here eventually this get guy. raises. So uh, donate those super chats. Reddit Trender. I need my raises. Reddit trending. Headlines. Yeah. Well, I, I will say that I demanded the article about Trent's mom's cookies. Yes, but that one didn't trend. You demanded that article because the headline that I wrote trended on Reddit. Well, yeah, the CM Punk article. That was yes. that was a fantastic headline about how he put over young talent or up-and-coming talent like uh, The Undertaker, Triple H, and Brock Lesnar. They truly were the future of WWE <laughs> is the thing. So I love that, but... Donate that super chat, but if you want to support us even beyond that, how about FightfulSelect.com? I'm I'm just willing to advertise that I post exclusive news there every day. Exclusive, exclusive news there every single day. Today I had an update on Billy Kay. Uh, Even Carlos Toro had one up on New Japan US and some of the content they posted. Check out his interview with Danny Limelight on his channel. But I've got a new series called Brass Ring, and I'm going to explain this to you guys. Around the time of the pandemic, I was like, you know what? I want to get, well, the pandemic's still going on. Around the time it started in March, I started to reach out to like every WWE source that I had because I wanted to put some positive news out there into the world. 
And I didn't get a lot of responses then. It was a little bit quiet, but they started to filter in. And my goal was tell me people who have been working hard to improve. Tell me who has been a joy to be around. Tell me that type of stuff. Uh, I've finally collected some of those and added some context to them. The first one is up on Fightful Select. Kind of bittersweet, Jeremy. It's about AOP. Yeah. That's sad. Uh, timing, you couldn't really help the timing. You you didn't, you didn't know they were going to be released. No. Uh, but yeah, the timing, definitely bittersweet on that. Bittersweet. I decided to rock with them. You will see more of those on Fightful Select in the coming weeks. I might make them just, just standard. I might just make them uh, a, an ongoing feature in the future. But we've just had a ton of stuff like contract news and updates. we got updates on uh, Miro's AEW contract and then just tons of shows. But how about this one? Maybe you say, oh, Sean, I want something free. I want something free. Freeloader, slacker. You know what I'm giving you? Alex McCarthy, Louis Dangor next week. Their retro review for Fightful Select will be free on YouTube and probably podcast platforms everywhere. They are reviewing uh, WWE pay-per-views from 20 years ago each given month, so make sure you guys check that out. Hot diggity dog, we got SmackDown to talk about. It was okay, at best. How much attention did you pay to this show with the start of the Raptors game and then even the Clippers and the Nuggets game was very good, I thought. Well, the, the Raptors game got started a little bit later. I didn't pay any attention to the Clippers-Nuggets game. No, oh, that was a good game. I'm sure it was, but I, <laughs> I got a job, Jeremy. Yeah, so you, you don't have five screens as your setup like I do. I do. <laughs> I, do. I have five screens, actually. But uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Sitting on my beds in the Super Chat and said, I ended up bringing Quizzlemania or binging Quizzlemania this week. Got me through a hard time. Glad to see it. It was a fun one. I lost my crown. Who knows? Who knows? Disappointing everybody. Back. Anakin JMT says, hitting the sack early. It sounds kind of personal, Anakin. <laughs> says, so have a good show, guys. By the way, Sean, I definitely would have gotten Brock Lesnar's drawing. Doink, that's a bit much. My, do- my doink drawing was great. Check that out, guys. Uh, I was on Quizzlemania this week. I was on MMA Fightings Between the Links this week. I told Jeremy a month ago I was going to take less outside appearances. And then Shaq is like, hey, hey, do my show Friday. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Okay. I'll tell you all more about another uh, appearance I have or another regular podcast I have pretty soon. Jeremy, it is the 15th anniversary of Joe versus AJ versus Daniel. Daniels and Patel Ron Six says, I watched Joe Daniels AJ for the first time uh, since it was the 15th anniversary. Way better than watching SmackDown. Do you remember that match? Did you watch that match? Yeah, I watched it when it first aired 15 years ago, apparently. Did you watch um, it live on Pape? I did. I did. Ooh, that was the first one I ever ordered from them. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was the first one. I actually ordered like the first, first NWA TNA like, weekly show. Um Ken I watched Shamrock. them very illegally on <laughs> one of the hot-wired uh, DirecTV boxes. <laughs> uh, my memory of that match is it's great, and it's probably still the best TNA match of all time. It's crazy to think that 15 years later, AJ Styles is still going very strong. Uh, Christopher Daniels, not going as strong, still around, still doing good things in AEW, behind the scenes and on camera. And Samoa Joe is the best commentator. And if he could stay healthy probably be a pretty big impact player in the ring as well so great that both are all three guys are still going pretty strong in 2020 yeah i love it that was just such a special night the the title the x division title main eventing felt like such a yeah. big deal and it had a, a solid card from what i remember underneath that chris bordeen says i think woods and breeze are running these shows like battle of the brands have to do a bunch of rematches to keep rivalries going you know, we got FightfulGaming.com, Jeremy, and I've, I've been wedging some gaming questions in at the end of my interviews. It really does seem like we're getting the repeat, hey, you see what works booking, except it's not working. I'm waiting for the uh, Billy Kay and Adam Cole feud to, to come to SmackDown or Raw, whichever brand they want to put it on. I think that would be much better than Otis and Miz and Morrison. Oh, I... Just over and over that match. And we'll talk more about that a little bit later, but it's very frustrating. Derek Davis says, 
Simon Miller, Adam Pierce, and Johnny's sins are the same person. I don't know what that means. Prove me wrong. I saw Pierce in a mailman outfit and can't unsee him as sins. I do not know who that is. Do you? No, I don't. That reference went over my head, my friend. Please continue to super chat regardless. <laughs> we got a segment that I referred to as butt mud. Yeah. Paul, Paul Heyman came out with Roman Reigns and then introduces Jay Uso. Uso thanks Heyman and says that uh, he goes way back with his family, and he does. I tweeted out a picture that actually Paul Heyman retweeted. 30 years ago, Heyman managed the Samoan SWAT team, and Rikishi, Jay Uso's father, was included in that. So that, I love that nod, Jeremy. I, I love this Paul Heyman. It, it's such a difference from the yelling Paul Heyman that we got with Brock Lesnar, and where he's just basically Brock Lesnar's hype man, and he just played the same note over and over again a more subdued paul Heyman. i said it last week a little bit more monotone but just not hitting those high notes as more and or as much and what are you doing why my did micro- you break my your- microphone fell i don't know why i mean i know the raptors are down six but yeah it's, it's still sad. the first half it's like- sad that's a foul that's a foul go ahead continue <laughs> um but paul Heyman, and it was made more clear this week he's like in debt to roman reigns and roman reigns is his boss and Roman Reigns is basically telling this dude, I don't need you to scream at the top of your lungs. Just go out there, do what I tell you to say, and let's handle business. It's awesome. The dynamic the dynamic between all three of these guys is great. Noted uh, porn connoisseur and fightful mod social media guy, Kyler James, says, Johnny Sins is a porn star. Oh. I was like, wait, porn connoisseur? I thought you were talking about Denise. She's been deleting a lot of porn lately. <laughs> Denise is a porn connoisseur, <laughs> I would assume. Oh, man. Okay, so I, I love that nod. Heyman credits Roman Reigns for getting Jey Uso that spot and coming up with that idea. Reigns says that he's going to beat Jey up, and then things will be fine with him. Uso agrees with the competitive spirit. I kind of like that. There's a lot that I'm liking about this Jey Uso, Roman Reigns stuff so far. Yeah, I, I love it. The backstage segment that where they were like going to the break, and Uso's just like talking, 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 and Reigns is just sitting there like nodding like, all right cool dude cool like the dynamic between these two is fantastic baron corbin and sheamus each come out and complain about a conspiracy and jay uso wants a tag match he calls it blood versus butt mud (laughs) oh boy have you ever fell in the mud on your butt and had butt mud yeah what's the Chappelle show skit mud butt mud butt (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> mud butt i forgot about that uh was that where they hosed him down afterwards i'm pretty sure I think so yeah oh man this was bad but jay uso uh jay uso then beat them up and just kind of looked on we see backstage he's very eager with roman reigns and is talking strategy but we get the match we're gonna go ahead and cover the match this is all together jay comes out without roman and gets worked over. There was not a lot to this match at all. Reigns hit the Reigns music hit, which I hate him still using that music, but at least now it's annoying to the point to where it's like heel heat and it causes a big distraction. Roman Reigns was masterful here, Jeremy. I like this. I, I thought it was great. I don't think we want to change Roman's music right now because at least this is recognizable. They're going to change it to generic oh, rock song number three. And we're just going to be like, no, bring back the shield theme. So I'm fine with him keeping this music. This Roman Reigns absolutely rules. I mean, his his tagline is show up and win. And that's what he's doing. Show up late in the match. Chill out in the corner. Tag in Uso. I love how he just sits in there or stands in the corner. And Uso's there. And he's just like, come on. Get out. Yeah. Go. Get away, buddy. And then uh, <laughs> Uso moves, hits a spear, beats him. Awesome. This Roman Reigns, the best character they've had since, I guess, Becky Lynch, right? Yes. I mean, but the absolute best character they've done since Becky Lynch. So, yeah, I agree with your point now that I think of it. As, as tired as I am of hearing that theme, I'd rather them use that than whatever they try to cook up besides that. Yes. Reigns after Jey Uso. Like, the music causes the distraction, and Jey Uso's able to get the splash, but he's just, like, tags him, hits the yeah. spear. And I love it. Roman Reigns has adopted uh, McGregor standard time. He shows up super late, 
but still go. is the most important person involved in all this. Jeremy, imagine if they would have tried this Roman Reigns heel thing um, five and a half years ago. After the Undertaker win was the time to do it. It really was. I mean, maybe even before that, but that was really the best time to do it because that this is my yard now promo was great and they should have just kept with that and like they made braun a little bit after that but then they you know they didn't really go all the way with braun on that that was the time to do it yeah they could have done this a long time ago i'm glad we're getting it now at least i love the roman reigns braun feud but the reason i love i love the roman reigns braun feud so much is i was so sick of roman reigns at that point that watching him get destroyed repeatedly was what I enjoyed so much about it. And yeah. I don't know that having your top babyface getting beaten up repeatedly is the, what should draw you to something. I mean, I guess anything should, but I hadn't been convinced at that point that they were going to play to Roman Reigns' strengths on the microphone, which they subsequently have. I don't think he's cut a really long monologue promo since This Is My Yard now. Like, it's been five minutes or less and really not even more than that. It's been a couple minutes. This is playing to his strengths. And this is the best that Roman Reigns has been since I would say like probably that Royal rumble where if it, since Daniel Bryan wasn't in it, the fans were like, you know what? If Roman wins, this would be fine. And that's, that's wild to think that Roman Reigns was an acceptable alternative (laughs) to Daniel Bryan at one point. Nuts. Uh, Throwback says, have a kick-butt show, guys. I'm uh, participating in No Profanity September, so I can't say that. Uh, he says, I hope everyone has a great night. Bailey, explain... You too, throwback. What is it? I said you too, throwback. Yes. Uh, and then he, he's throwing to the Bailey segment. Explains what happens, uh, or explain what happens. Do you think their match will be at Survivor Series? I do not think that Sasha and Bailey will be at Survivor Series. I think they get split up. In the uh, Battle Royal, or not the Battle Royal, the draft. Uh, Knowing WWE, that's probably how they'll decide it, though. They'll be like, a Battle Royal to determine (laughs) draft picks, because that makes sense. Yeah, my my pitch on their feud was they don't do a singles match until Mania. Like, that's, you can can stretch it out for that long easily. And if they don't do that, I don't know, I feel like you're just, you're just, you're blowing through it too quickly, because you can easily stretch it out, and it can easily headline that show, too. So Bailey comes out. Uh, Dizzy C says, Roman, after that amazing Bailey promo, come on now, Jeremy. Yeah, Roman's really great. I, I don't disagree with Jeremy. I think that Roman Reigns is a better character, but I think that Bailey has had a better execution of her heel role for a longer period of time. Yeah. I don't think it's not saying that Bailey's bad or anything. No. Well, no, she it comes, doesn't have to be. Two people can be very good at something at once. Look at this show. There you go. Bailey comes out and puts a chair in the ring, throws to a video. She says she's very happy that she turned on her best friend. She knows Sasha Banks is waiting for the right time to turn on her because she was doing the same thing. She was using Sasha Banks all along. This was appropriate, Jeremy. This felt right. Uh, Drew Nicholas says everything Roman and Bailey is being done so well. Dizzy C says, Bailey's promo was great. The rest of the SmackDown women's roster was not. Oh boy, will we get to that. But this promo was awesome. I, I thought she knocked it out of the park, and it all made sense. And that's all I want from my professional wrestling. Just make it make some sense. And her saying, I knew you were using me. You know, I caught all those side eyes and everything. It came to an end. You know, it was a, it was a business relationship. We lost the tag titles. You lost your title. I still got mine. I didn't see value in you anymore. I knew you were going to come after me because I had one title. I was going to strike you first. Great. It made sense. Her motivation made sense. The attack made sense. The level she went to with the attack made sense because she knows Sasha is a threat and a big deal. So you, if you're going to take her out, take her out. This was great. I, I thought Bailey knocked it out of the park. This is how I like to see predictable things play out. If it's predictable to yeah. us, let it be predictable to Bailey. So she got ahead of it. Cool. She's a champion. She's really smart. She should be able to get ahead of those things. Uh, WWE is stuck in that Vince McMahon, I'll punch the bully in the face and he's mad. I'll humiliate this person. 
it's it's almost like booking where they they book heat 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 heat, and that's been a problem for a long time. That you're like, oh my gosh, I hope we get that one glimmer, that one moment where it's not the bad guy instead of building up something fan friendly. That way, when somebody really does get heat, it means a lot more because you like the person that they got heat on. This is one of those situations where it's a little bit of both, where they got heat for so long, and you could see it building up, but Bailey got ahead of it, and she looked smart as a result. And that was that was excellent. Um, and, you know, she, she can maybe come off as the heel, but there are some shades of gray here. Some people will side with Bailey and be like, you know what, Sasha probably would have done this. And that's awesome as well. It doesn't always have to be clear-cut, babyface, heel, type thing you can you can have different motivations and people can relate to those different motivations be like you know what i side with her i think she's the good person in this or i disagree with her i think she's the bad person that's how real life is that's I com- how real life is. i completely agree it's one of the things i love so much about what's going on with young bucks omega yeah and page people when people say oh who's supposed to be the heel you decide decide who you want to be the heel decide who you think is the jerk decide who you think is a sympathetic figure maybe there's a little bit of both there maybe you see it and you just want to see the conflict play out i think the idea of babyface and heels as a rule is passe i don't think you have to have that because we see multi-layered people it felt like cody rhodes was jumping back and forth all year last year Against Dustin, he was very clearly a heel. Then he said, I need my big brother back. He's a baby face immediately. There are times they jump in, they jump out. That's what I want. Doesn't have to be a hard face heel divide. It can be loose. Uh, This uh, top contender match was a heel. That was a very definitive (laughs) heel. I did not make this match. It was bad. Oh my God. So, so... No Naomi here. I won't rush to judgment. Uh, Queen Hannah, as we call her, Fightful contributor Queen Hannah, brought up a good thing, a good point. She's like, you know what? Because, by the way, I asked if Naomi was hurt. People were telling me, I don't know if Naomi's hurt. We're not sure. Queen Hannah said, you know what? Maybe she's doing the masked singer because she can sing. There's a bit of a, there's like a glow performer, performer there. It's on Fox, right? Yeah, it's on Fox. I hope she sings WAP. There you go. And after the the hashtag went viral, would make a little bit of sense to to kind of make to capitalize on a little bit of that, do some crossover. I won't rush to judgment. If she's not hurt or if she doesn't have something to do, one, it was stupid to not put her in this match. Two, it was stupid to not have her win. She beat Bailey, Jeremy. I I mean, I pitched this on Twitter. It sh- they shouldn't have even done this match. She should have come out after this Bailey promo and confronted her and been like, "You're you're a dick. Like you suck. Yeah. Why you know why would you do that to your best friend? Even you know she explained it, but like you know you got to have some loyalty. And then yeah, I beat you in this match, so I deserve that crack. Like and now let's see what you do without Sasha watching your back and everything. Like that that's all you have to do. You set up the match. It makes sense. There's a story there. Instead, they do a cold four-way match. Oof. They telegraph the finish because uh, Bailey attacks Nikki before the match. So it's like, all right, well, you know who's winning this match? And that's exactly what we get. I I don't know what's up with Naomi. I hope she's fine. Yeah. If she is fine, I don't understand why she wasn't in this match and why she's not getting this program. And a little bit of meat on the bone there. Naomi can say, I had my issues with Sasha Banks, but I also helped bring her into the main roster. They were they were team yeah. bad. For the love yeah. of God. There's well, there's plenty there. I, I don't get it. Well, we got some Team Bad representation in this match, and it lived up to the name. This <sighs> match sucked so bad. Um, well, all- Elite Ring General Alexa Bliss was kind of moved out of the way pretty quickly. So once she was gone, it fell apart. Let me tell you, Lacey and Tamina were not the two I would have had capped in this match, so to speak. No. It no. seemed like Lacey kind of slowed down so... Tamina looked knackered. I'll just say that. She looked exhausted. Um, And I feel like Lacey was slowing down for her benefit. Because I'm going to tell you guys, Lacey ain't getting tired. Lacey is known like for helping out WWE tryouts and running people through the gamut. But uh, 
Tamina is just not good, and I don't know why they just keep bringing her in and be like, title match, top contender match, title match, top contender match. She's had eight matches this year, and five have been title matches or top contender matches. What? I I have no idea why. Remember the Battle Royal where she had like one move and was blown up yeah. immediately? It's... I don't know why she keeps getting these opportunities, but it does not make their product look good when they're giving her these opportunities. I'm just sitting there and I'm like, you you could have called Beth Phoenix or somebody if you needed somebody. <laughs> if, if you're going to have somebody wrestle five or six times a year, why not somebody else? They have plenty of women on the on the on the roster as a whole. Plenty. You could have found you could have found somebody for this easily doesn't gorilla, need to be tamina okay gorilla press says naomi for wrestlemania 37 is that next year well if so it ain't gonna be for bailey's title that's yeah that's, that's next year yeah she ain't that, facing bailey that's all sasha if she wants to challenge for whatever the other title is that's fine uh so alexa bliss does a sister abigail outside on nikki cross nikki cross had been attacked by bailey with a chair and said she wanted to continue i love the sister abigail spot However, WWE picks the weirdest time to go to commercial break. Earlier, it was right after a missed swanton. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On this, it was after Sister Abigail. That seems like the kind of time I would want to focus on the match, Jeremy. No, you go to break then because that's your cliffhanger. That's your cliffhanger, okay? No, I mean within the context of kayfabe. It doesn't make sense. I get the concept of a cliffhanger. Yeah, but we're we're talking about the context of television. This is a television company, Sean. All right, this is Disney, okay? They're making making movies, and everybody knows in movies— You don't see the most interesting parts. That's right. Well, Alexa Bliss (laughs) walks off into a trance. Did you think that she would be on Firefly Funhouse tonight? No, no, I didn't. I was hoping she would because we got a a big segment on Tuesday's show of The Distraction. So I was hoping Alexa Bliss would would be there. Uh, But no, I I didn't. Once they, the Wobbly Walrus trademark came out, it was pretty obvious where they were going and it wasn't going to be Alexa Bliss numbers increasing for the distraction it's because of all those notification bells you got going off (laughs) i try to make it seem like i'm a very important person on the show and i get a bunch of messages like oh he he must be talking to people yeah they're they're talking they're watching (laughs) an in-demand person they they knew it uh nikki comes back after uh after that spot which looked really good eloquent says alexa hit sister abigail go to commercial and nikki recovers like nothing happened well, I mean, it was after a commercial is the thing. It was like four minutes later. I, I didn't have a problem with that. Yeah. But she goes into this finishing sequence, and I, I know they meant well. They meant well with this finishing sequence. And at full speed, I think it probably would have been really good. This was not at full speed. This was it's, bad. No, this whole match was bad, and the finishing sequence was honestly the capper on, on the match. It's just... And now we get Nikki Cross and Bailey, which is a match we haven't seen in like a month, which is honestly, honestly, a long period of time for WWE right yeah. now because they're doing the same matches literally every single week. Yeah, it is it, every single week. And we saw Lacey conti- compete for the title and all that stuff all throughout the, the early part of the year. Ugh, it's just they've done all this to death. Switch it up. Switch it up. 
Uh, Dizzy C says, I just realized Bailey did a remix of the Eddie heel turn on Ray promo. Yeah, uh, probably by design, I would imagine. Jason PS3 says, Lacey and Tamina have a shot for the SmackDown women's title and not Naomi and Mandy who won lately. Doesn't make a bit of sense, does it? Mandy hasn't been seen since she won. It's a good thing she won that feud, I guess. <laughs> Drew Nicholas says, Bailey and Sasha and Young Bucks Omega page is the right way to blur heel face lines. Unfortunately, WWE is not great at doing this for the most part. I think they're doing it pretty well with Reigns and Jey Uso right now. Yeah. You don't have to do this up and down the board. Uh, so I don't need everybody being like this, but this is proof that you can do it and it does work and it's the best thing on the show. Reminder, guys, I have uh, interviews up with Thunder Rosa, with Eric Young, with Matt Cardona. Tons of stories emerging from those this week. Click that exclusives tab at Fightful. Plus, the Fightful Wrestling Weekly drops for uh, non-subscribers of FightfulSelect.com. We post it on the site every Tuesday Reminder, donate a super chat, get your question or statement read on the air here. Kiwi Rob says, any prediction who the woman is in the promos? Yeah, I think it's Carmella. Kelly Kelly. (laughs) Speaking of, myself and Kenny McIntosh of Inside the Ropes are doing a new podcast every Monday afternoon. Uh, Basically, to talk a little bit of wrestling news, we had our first one this past week. We talked about getting into wrestling media, the nightmare that is... Uh, what culture and we talked uh, Matt Hardy we talked NXT changing nights lots of cool stuff go check that out on the inside the ropes podcast feed it's a good time Gorilla Press says we'll get him next Quizzlemania well I don't know when the next Quizzlemania will be for me I lost so uh, I don't know I might have to appear in the rafters like Sting or something you just earn a earn another match uh, through a battle royal or a fatal no 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 no, no 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 I'm just going away I do the Tamina thing I oh, just show okay. up and there you go Gorilla Press also says where do we lean on missing talent with COVID uh, I don't anymore because we have heard people like AJ Styles Jeremy who we didn't even realize was gone and he was gone yeah they can. I don't know if they can work around it so much now because Styles missed like the last set of tapings before they went to Thunderdome stuff. Um, but I don't really think it's an excuse much anymore. Look, they got they got Reigns back, they got Sammy back, they they brought back some some heavy hitters, um, and they have so much talent up and down the board anyway. To where I don't I don't think you can lean on that at all. And now they're doing testing, so it should be safer. Yeah, and I mean the way that things were constructed. At times, if you tested positive for COVID, you would miss the two tapings that week, and then you probably couldn't come back for 14, 15 days, which means you might miss another two set of tapings. So it became pretty clear when some people had been exposed. Yeah. Uh, Gorilla Press says, hey, brother, hashtag press that press, hashtag FTF, F, lackluster evening. Yeah, uh, go buy that FTF shirt, guys. And also, go over to shop.fightful.com. The FTF shirt isn't there, but the King Senpai Donglord shirt is there. Go get the point. Oh, wait. We can get you a shirt, too. Thank you. That's all I want. Truth must be known. Mr. Wrestle Talk is Luke Owen since a Super Chat. Well, that's an objective falsehood. It says, <laughs> miss the show. What did WWE blow this time? Well... Let me tell you, they ran the same match 892 times. Let's go ahead and talk about that. Otis facing John Morrison and beating him because who else would he face? Now I got some boot lurkers. <laughs> Hit me. Oh, so you prefer cold lurkers? You, you like cold lurkers, huh? Well, uh, Sean Rossap, haven't you ever heard of a program or a feud? That's what they do in wrestling. Yeah, um... They have a guy over the course of eight months face two people ten times. Ten of their last 15 matches. Otis, Morrison, Miz. Uh, How many times, Jeremy, in the last six matches do you think Miz and Morrison have won? None. None! Maybe one? Okay. (laughs) None! They can't even steal a briefcase right. This is not a feud. This is not a feud. This is Roadrunner versus Wiley Coyote. And I know that that's a pretty famous rivalry but i get the feeling wiley coyote doesn't think it's much of a rivalry otis is over here dropping anvils on their head all the time 
also, he almost killed John Morrison in this match. The the match wasn't good. It's we've seen it, as you said, many many times. It's the same. This was literally the exact same bit they did last week. Do the match, steal the briefcase. They think they have the contract. They don't have the contract. It is the exact same bit. Like they didn't. They just took last week's script and inserted the same thing. They did a copy and paste, plagiarized their own script on this. Just the laziest shit ever. If you're looking to insert something new (laughs) and you're tired of that same old, check out BlueChew.com. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. But it works a lot better than those other guys. It's a chewable, so it can get into your system very quickly. And it's ready whenever you are, and it's ready whenever you're not. It gets you ready, even if you're, you're kind of tired of the way that things have been. And maybe you are. Maybe you're like, man, it's hard for me to, to get excited. Hard for me to get up for this situation, so to speak. Well, Blue Chew will make sure you get it done. That way you can just pound it out, my friends. You gotta do the deed. It ain't changing. If you won't book yourself in a fresh fresh feud, so to speak, Blue Chew will at least make it better for all involved. It's prescribed online, shipped straight to your door. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. You don't have to wait in line at the doctor. Blue Chew works with affiliated physicians to get you the active ingredient that you need. And right now, you get that first shipment free when you pay $5 with shipping. That's it. You pay $5 shipping. How about the mailman? You know they're getting messed around right now. Use that code FIGHTFUL. First shipment free. How about that? First shipment free hot diggity dog. Hit them up at Blue Chew. Let them know you heard about them from us. Blue Chew will have you saying, oh yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So, uh, Dole Whips and Mickey Bars says Raptors need the magic of Van Van Fleet's garbage threes. Yeah, he's been chucking up some ugly shots this year. Marcus Saul looks cooked. Yeah, he is cooked. He's old. (laughs) He needs Blue Chew to get going. Yeah, he does. He, he's pretty limp right now. Glad that contract's coming due. Um, <laughs> so you, you ran down it. Uh, Miz stole the contract. Uh, I thought we were Ot- moving on from this. Well, I got to talk discuss. about it. I got to mention it. Otis had another lunchbox inside the briefcase with his I contract. The most memorable thing about this was Otis doing a scary overhead suplex. And let me tell you, if John Morrison can't clear it on that suplex, you probably need to give up the move. Uh, Manny Santos says, I noticed the date on Otis's contract of 2015. Hope they aren't going real life because <laughs> he struggles with reading. That'd be bad. Uh, I think it has a lot more to do with WWE struggling with reading than Otis yeah. struggling with reading. I just found the 2015 prop in the back. I'm like, here, put that on there. Yeah. Gorilla Press says, I'm choosing you as my tag team partner. Hashtag FTF, buy it. Yes, please. George Yammy says, what did you guys think about Firefly Funhouse? Well, how about we tell you right now. Firefly Funhouse happens. The fake Vince puppet shows up. It goes off on Bray. It threatens to fire him. So instead, it appoints a new special advisor. Wobbly Walrus, which is pretty much a Paul Heyman puppet. Um... I'm not allowed to say the phrase that the Vince puppet says. Will you do it? Good shit, pal. Yes. Yes. What would you think of this? I thought it was all right. Whatever. This ruled. <laughs> this was awesome. <laughs> it was all right. I love Bray Wyatt. Bray just chilling uh, in his little rocking chair, doing his Phil Jackson peyote and everything. He's like, I got this idea, brother. We're going to bring in a walrus. That's Paul Heyman because he's the advisor. Like, he advises... Roman Reigns. Bray is just a mad genius, and I love everything about this man. I thought the puppet looked great. R.I.P. to the parrot. He's in the ground with the fake scoops bit. Uh, and again, we're, we're going to bury some things this week. Very sad. Very sad times. We have to bury the parrot tonight. Uh, things thought, got buried this week, all right. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to bury something of yourself, 
get Bluetooth. Oh, I do God. that right? All right. Then okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> I thought this segment ruled though. I thought it was fine. To me, something momentous needs to happen for me to care that much about Firefly Funhouse. But it yeah. wasn't offensive. They they debuted a new character, so to speak. I'm I'm all right with it. I'd also be all right with you guys donating a super chat. That stuff goes a long way. Please leave a thumbs up, subscribe, all that good stuff. Dizzy C says, I need Bray in the fun house. Don't need him in matches. Don't need Defiend. I don't even need it to build anything. This segment is worth itself. Well, that's the thing. They can yeah. run three-minute segments like this and Bray stays over more than he would be if he worked. I don't know if that's a condemnation of his work, WWE's booking, or a compliment to that. But either way, it works, and sometimes you don't have to have an explanation for it to work. Bray's got the best gig. He wrestles like one match every three months. Does his little segments. Doesn't seem like Vince really cares what he does. <laughs> he just does whatever he wants. Uh, Bray rules. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna look at how many matches exactly Bray Wyatt has wrestled over the past couple years. Because really, since the uh, since the the Matt Hardy feud, it hasn't been or the Matt Hardy team. It hasn't been a lot. Yeah, no. sixty seven matches in the last two years. That's a good gig if you can get it in WWE. And Maybe. it's way less this year because they ain't doing live events. So yeah. he's really only wrestling on the pay-per-views, and he's even missed a few of those. Yeah, because he didn't wrestle for, like for a year at one point, besides yeah. the Starcade match that I got to see. That was that was kind of cool. Gorilla Press says, Mark my words, we will bury the Ole Authority. Uh, I'm not involved in the Ole Authority thing over at Wrestle Talk now. I mean, maybe if Luke Owen calls upon me for some help or something like that, I will. But the FTF movement has been effectively removed. They found their way. I'm not convinced that it wasn't all just a conspiracy amongst themselves to get rid of me. But hey, I guess we'll see how it works out. Gorilla Press says Bray is gold. Well, not right now. He just lost the championship. Hey! (laughs) Speaking of, Intercontinental title match. A couple weeks ago, I said, hey, guys, did they book this for the pay-per-view? And you go, no, I don't think so. And I said, ah, don't worry. They will in a week or two anyway. And they did. Intercontinental title match. Uh, nothing happened here after the twist of fate and the missed swanton. But after Jeff Hardy missed the swanton, commercial. Cliffhanger. Ugh. Come Sam- back and see if Jeff gets up from missing the swanton. Yeah, well, he hit a whisper in the wind, and Sami Zayn, who had been ejected from ringside by Adam Pierce, caused the DQ. This was—I don't want to say pointless because they were setting—they're setting up a triple threat match. I'm okay with that. Uh, it was something for them to advertise and say we've got an intercontinental title match tonight. But this was to set up a, a match. I'm, I'm all right with it. It was fine. Their, their match uh, a couple weeks ago when Jeff won the title was better, had more of a story to it. This just felt like they were going through the motions because they knew the finish was Sammy running in and hitting them. So why try to get people too invested in a non-finish, which is good. You, I don't want to get invested in a match that is going to end in bullshit. What do you think of Jeff Hardy collapsing after the match? So the, this was, was this a dig? At everything with AEW, because I mean oh, we know God. the Matt Hardy stuff. Imagine Tony Khan was very pushing, pushing the we keep our performers hydrated, water. It's hot in Daly's place. It was really pushing that. I transcribed that part of of his interview. Yeah. It was pushing that on the media conference. Uh, so I don't know if that was it. I, if it wasn't, I don't know the point of it. Honestly, yeah. I don't know the point of it. Well, Sammy was in the trainer's room to troll him, and Jeff Hardy just beat him up. <laughs> that was awesome, where he just jumped off the table and punched him. I do like that Sammy's gimmick is the problem troll emoji. Like, that's yeah. his gimmick. I'm oh, I'm all for that, because it, it works. Sammy's AJ Styles says he can beat up either of them, doesn't care when, where, how, or what match. I'm very much hoping for, like, a ladder match here. No, I don't need a, another empty arena ladder match. I'm 
I'm over them. Just just do a triple threat match at the the Clash pay per view, and you know do it the way. Uh, granted, they're not in their peak performance like uh, Joe Styles and Daniels, but do that kind of triple threat match, and not the kind where a guy lays on the outside for 20 minutes and then it's just three singles uh, matches yeah. instead of one big triple threat match. I think they should just reenact the Joe. Daniels that'd be, cool. match. <laughs> that'd be awesome if they could pull that off at they, let me spoiler they can't uh, <laughs> AJ Styles has not gotten younger and now as good as he is he is not AJ from 15 years ago and you Jeff Hardy pull off the Fosbury flop right now well let me tell you uh Jeff Hardy is probably Samoa Joe in that situation and I don't think he can pull off the Samoa Joe dive actually <laughs> Sammy might be Samoa Joe uh, no Sammy does the cool blue thunder bomb that Daniels did in that match. So, yeah, if Jeff Hardy can play the role of Samoa Joe, we got a winner there. Uh, I think Sammy could be AJ, AJ could be Joe, and Jeff could be Daniels. Lucha House Party defeated Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. We got some clarity on the brand-to-brand invitation. It's... An act, a wrestler or team can go over once a quarter. Now, this was not mentioned at all uh, back when it it kicked off, but it does make sense. Corbin went over to SmackDown, or Charlotte went over. I don't know what happened, but Corbin went over to Raw. Charlotte went over to SmackDown. So, one per quarter, that's fine. But I need to say, when Paul Heyman got fired, and I was asking around, like, hey, did they ban the brand-to-brand invitation? It was said to me, like, matter-of-factly, like, oh, don't you know it's four times a year? And I'm like, do you all know if it's four times a year? (laughs) But, yeah, we're getting this. What do you think about the brand-to-brand Invitational coming back? They had it kind of clarified because they said it quarterly on Raw um, when Cesaro and Nakamura showed up. It was legitimately, they said, four, four appearances, and no one knew, like, does each person get four appearances? Like, there was no clarity on that. So it is good that, all right, it's four every quarter. Cool. Uh, I guess they just used on these. They just had the tag team champions on you. But so here's my thing. It's four quarter. Cesaro and Nakamura were on Raw this past week, but then they're going to be on Raw again this upcoming week. So the only thing that I can assume is that the actual match is the brand-to-brand invitation, and they can just appear in the build-up, which is weird to me, because if I'm Raw, I'm sitting here and saying, hey, Roman Reigns, we want you for quarter four, but the match isn't going to be until December 31st. Please appear on our show every single week in order to promote this match. It doesn't make a lot of sense in that regard, but in the grand scheme of the wild-card rules of the world... I'll I'll deal with it, um, but no way to promote a title versus or a champion versus champion match like having one of the champions lose because they're too stupid to not look at the Titan Tron. Lucha House Party have a have a pep talk, and this is just an okay match. But then Cesaro and Nakamura lose because Street Profits are having a party. The party. This is so stupid. Cesaro, Cesaro and Nakamura were not playing with a full deck uh, when they got distracted by Street Profits and everybody else partying. This, I say it every week, stop beating your champions. Just stop beating your champions in these meaningless matches because it makes your champions look meaningless. It's not that difficult, I don't think. People can sit there and argue and say, well, AEW is the casuals, the casuals. Well, they're doing pretty good numbers right now, and they're getting higher. That is not the case for most WWE programming outside of NXT because they moved off that night. Make people look strong. Book winners against each other, and eventually people will want to watch them fight each other. Why are Matt Riddle and Chad Gable just hanging out together at a party? Uh, I mean, I could believe Matt Riddle would be there, but I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what Chad Gable is doing. Well, he's got I the don't... radio and the TV on at the same time because he likes to party. Yeah, yeah. I I have no idea. They're they're just there. This is so. Stupid. I did. I honestly, I missed them. Somebody had informed me. I saw on Twitter, like, why are Riddle and Gable there? I was like, I didn't even notice they were there. <laughs> so stupid, man. Um, that's SmackDown, guys. Reminder: We had the listening your boy with Jimmy Van, but you had the distraction as well, including one that I'm rather excited to see. You review 
Wrong Side of Town, which is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. No, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. I gave this, look, I I gave this a big rating on the show. Oh, all right, a, a monumental rating on the show. This is, I think this is our best show, our best review we've done. It's not even very long, but then we do a bit at the end where we set up. It's my birthday on Tuesday, Sean. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm recording. I'm recording a review show on Tuesday with Joseph. And what we review on Tuesday, I'm not going to spoil it. The people can find out. Watch the show tomorrow to see what we're going to review on my birthday show. It's going to be something. Oh, oh yeah. Wrong Side of Town <laughs> is going tomorrow because you rage quit the TEW series. How appropriate. Oh, well, I did rage quit the TEW series. Wrong the, Side of Town. The week after we launched FightfulGaming.com, go check it out, guys. You rage quit the gaming series that helped facilitate us registering FightfulGaming.com. Look, that that was taped uh, two months ago before Fightful Gaming was like it was. I think it was just like a speck. It, it was not a, a big deal. It was not what it's gonna, what it is, and what it's gonna become. Uh, the TEW series will be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, the the movie reviews tomorrow because I had stuff to take care of on Tuesday. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Everyone check out The Distraction. Every Thursday, we talk wrestling. We bury NBA coaches and NBA players, yeah. come up with fake trades as well. And, uh, yeah, check out the uh, our review of Wrong Side of Town tomorrow. I think it's our, our best show, and I hope people enjoy it. Um, you can follow me. I guess I'm just going to do all the plugs now. You can follow me on Twitter at JeremyLambert88. I am streaming, actually, NBA 2K tomorrow night on a private link. It's not going to be on the Fightful YouTube page, but if you want to watch it, and I would like you to watch it because I want feedback for when we yes. do the actual like live game streams. Uh, follow me on Twitter, and I'll post the link there so I can get feedback from everybody on how things are going. Patel Ron, who is sponsoring No Profanity September, says, How much do I have to super chat to get you all to commentate the fourth quarter of Game 7? Uh, well, well, let me I'll tell you. It. Let me tell you. That would compromise No Profanity September. <laughs> so I'm going to say I'm not going to do it. Because I'm going to enjoy this fourth quarter. He's being serious. I hope you enjoy this fourth well, quarter. Well, you know I what? Do. I'm not going to do it on this stream. I'm going to wrap up this show. But we might. We <laughs> might be back. Until next I'm for th- it. I'm for it. Until next time, guys. Patel, we'll do a new stream just for you, buddy. We're going to do a game. We're going to do a fourth quarter stream. This is impromptu. We're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.